welcome, welcome. Just kidding. This is short ships with Tope <laughs> Jeff from the hockey think tank. I don't have an intro. I'm not cool like Tope, but Tope, my topic, if you choose to accept it, would you have to is <laughs> how do you be a good teammate on the bench in games? Oh, how to be a good teammate? How buddy. can you help your team? All that type of stuff when you're on the bench. Oh, my God. 10 minutes and I can't go. do this in 10 minutes. It's like one well, of my favorite. We only get 10. It's, okay. It's the rules we made up. Okay, cool. So when I do my team building with different teams, actually, I just got back from Vegas this morning, took the red eye home last night, uh, working with UNLV. They have a division one club team. Um, and so this was, we talked about this a lot. And whenever I talk about team building stuff, bench energy is something that I talk about so much because like, I'm sure you've been on benches too. Like when benches are positive and benches are energetic, like that's a winning culture when benches are, you know, soft and benches are like negative and people are like complaining or, you know, whatever those teams don't win. They just don't, they ever. don't win in your experience as a player and a coach. Have you ever had a team that has been a winning team that did not have good bench energy? Never, never. <laughs> right. So I think the first thing is that I think teams that are close off the ice have a much better predictor of having good bench energy. Like if guys are like really genuinely have like camaraderie and love each other away from the rink and buy in and things like that, there's going to be bench energy. If there's not, those relationships aren't there. Bench energy is not there. So I think first and foremost, like make sure your team is being close and do things away from the rink um, at any level. And it's different for different levels. Right. But like, make sure that like the guys are close or the girls are close away from the rink and that will lead to better bench energy. Uh, the second thing is, um, well, I have two more things. One is more from a team aspect and that is you better be up and cheering for sacrifice plays on the ice. Have to a block shot, taking a hit to make a play like all the things that don't show up in the score sheet like you better be invested in that as a team and if you haven't listened to our episode that we did i probably like three four weeks ago now with zach metza who is the captain of quinnipiac the team that won the national championship like we talked a lot about this and he talked a lot about how bench energy was a staple for their culture right and so like you know how it is when Somebody like, let's say, you know, I'm on a team, we're on a power play. Our guy at the point like winds up to block a shot or winds up to take a slap shot, a one T and their guy blocks a shot and it goes outside the zone and their bench goes crazy. That's mental warfare, man. That's the game within a game because if the opposite team is going nuts for those sacrifice plays, that deflates my bench big time because we're like, wow, those those guys are bought in, man. Like those guys love each other. They get it. Like that's a team that's freaking together. Now, flip side, that doesn't happen. It's like, oh man, it, it's like a momentum thing, you know? Like there's a lot of momentum that goes into that. Um, and before before I get into the other thing I was going to say, like what are your thoughts on that? Like the sacrifice uh, plays are everything, man. Like you have to be invested into cheering for each other and like being really excited for teammates when they do those kinds of things. It's just like, it's like everything in life too. You know, the people that don't cheer for anyone else, like they, they never get as far. They just, it's, it's a selfish thing. So the more that you cheer for your teammates, when they block a shot, have a big hit, like whatever it is, um, kill a penalty, like they're going to be there for you. Also, it's a reciprocal thing. The more you put out for the boys out there, the more they're going to want to do it. And then you're going to want to do it more. And then they're going to be yelling for you. And it's just a circle. Yeah. One of the other things that I talk about 
in the team building is there's a scientific benefit to doing things for other people without an expectation of something coming back in return. That's what blocking shots is. Cause when you block shots or you take a hit to make a play or you sacrifice your body in some way, that's not going to end up on the score sheet. That ain't for you. That's hard. Like that hurts. That's for the boys or that's for the girls. Like that is something for someone. And that's why it feels so good when you like go back to the bench. If you block a shot and you go back to the bench and the team is going nuts, that's like the greatest feeling in the world. Why? It's because you did it for them, you know, Nothing and better. you're getting recognition from your teammates for putting yourself out on the line. And so I just feel like, man, bench energy as it relates to sacrifice plays is so massively important um, to the momentum of a game It because it can swing. Oh, massive swing. And you know what else is a such a little thing that I, I think is so helpful when teams are really good at doing this we've talked on this podcast eight billion times in the 275 or six or whatever episodes we've done about how important communication is and how that yep. levels up every team every player doesn't matter who you are you're immediately better and you make those around you better well you can do the same thing on the bench i mean how many times in the game does the puck come anywhere near the bench in at least two periods of the game one of your wingers is breaking out close to the bench. Well, guess what? They got D-men pinching on them, you know, doing whatever. Everyone on the bench, like, talk to your guy on the ice. Heads he up. Can make, <laughs> he can make a more informed decision. You know, it, it's like, you got time, you got time, you got time. You know, or, hey, he's pinching, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's pinching, he's pinching. It literally makes that guy on the ice be able to make a better play, which makes everyone on the ice better just by the guys on the bench taking a little bit of extra effort by stand, you know, standing up and yelling to the guys on the ice, what they're seeing, what's coming, things like that. It's massively helpful, massively helpful. And it's from the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next thing, first of all, totally agree, but we only have 10 minutes. So I want to talk about something else uh, that I think is really important. That's what are you doing in the first like 10 seconds when you get back from a shift on the bench? Um, like what's your reset? And I say that because I feel like the best lines talk to each other on the bench. They're always talking to each other, almost like evaluating the last shift. You know, what did you see? What can we do better? Like, you know, just, just talking about hockey, talking about the game. You know what I mean? Um, and then the other thing is just park your mistakes, man. Like once you get back to the bench, I was really bad at that as a player. And I think it held me back. Like I was always really hard on myself when I went back to the bench. I call myself like an apologizer. But, oh, sorry, I missed you there. Or, sorry, this or sorry, that. At the end of the day, you're only as good as your next shift. So like what what's your energy like when you're coming back to the bench? And like, you know, I think maybe when we were growing up, like if you kind of lost your shit on the bench in in like on yourself almost be like, ah, come on. Man. Like it was it was almost like, hey, yeah, this guy really cares, but it doesn't do any good. Like it really does no good good to bring that negative energy back to the bench. And, you know, we've probably been on benches where people have done that. I've done that. I'm sure you've done that. And it just like it, it, you talk about momentum. That doesn't, yeah, it it does. That's a great way of putting it. It it makes it about you and it just brings negative energy to the bench. And so I just feel like, what are you doing when you're getting back to the bench as an individual? And the one thing that I think I've been on benches before that have done this, like, have you ever been on benches where there's like a divide between the D and the forwards where the what forwards are like, what's that? Like a physical divide or no, like, like forwards are bitching at the D because uh, the D aren't getting them ugh. the puck or like the D are ugh. bitching at the forwards because they're not open. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And then like, yeah. there's just like back and forth and like, have you nope. been on benches like that? 
Uh, yeah, but I put a stop to that real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's one thing too. Like, don't point fingers, man. Don't point fingers on the bench. Ever. You know, if you want to have constructive criticism, like, hey, like, did you see me there? Um, no, I didn't see. Okay, yeah, like I was over here. Like, maybe try to find me there next time. Or like, that's fine. That's totally good because you're getting on the same page with your teammates. But if it's like, what the what the f, man? Like, I was wide open, or what the f? Like, you got to get open, and it just like, man, when there's finger pointing on benches, you don't win. Zero zero teams that finger point win. No, no, and and. Like Tope said, like, it's all about how you say it too. you know, like think about any time where you were playing or, or, you know, you're coaching a team and somebody gets crapped on by another player. Do they go out there and have a better shift? Almost never, (laughs) you know, if they just get called out and guys are yelling at them, like now that you're in their head, like, it's all about how you say it. It's not just what you're saying, the content, like figure out a way to say it in a way that right away when they go out their next shift, it makes them better. And they're looking for you now if they missed you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so I just think generally like positivity, man, positivity and, and, and energy, just like positive energy and, and making sure you're like, you're up and you're engaged in what is going on in the game. Like, don't just sit there on the bench, like a bump on a log and and actually, I think another thing, I know we are very short on time here, but like, if you're a guy that doesn't play very much, you better not be a suck. Like you better not be a powder. Like you have to be the biggest cheerleader on the bench and provide value for your team. Like we had a couple guys like that at Michigan this year that were awesome. Like they didn't play much because now you can dress like either 13 forwards or 7D. You get one, one extra guy. That's a rule that changed a couple of years ago. Um, and so sometimes there's a guy that maybe doesn't even play a shift or maybe just plays a couple shifts oh. or whatever. Um, but like, if that person is a, like we had one guy this year who we actually put it on our video. Like he, he didn't play a shift in the entire game, but he was like, it was a TV game. So we saw like him patting guys on the, on the helmet and stuff saying, good job. Like that was really, really cool. So, oh, we're done. We're done. Oh my God. We're done with time. Bye.